All right, we're back again. Uh... <laughs> um, two podcasts in one day, apparently. Allegedly, uh, I need to talk. So we're talking. Um, I'm re-watching The Departed because probably about like 20 minutes in, uh, I was too drunk. Too drunk? Yeah, too drunk. Too drunk to, uh, watch it or remember. Um, I know it sounds bad, but I'm drinking it again. Uh, you don't know what time it is, so I guess it doesn't matter. But it's almost 9 a.m. in the morning, but also I work at night, so this is kind of like my nighttime, which is very awkward uh, for me. But also not awkward, because I the nighttime is the right time. I really like the nighttime. Um, but I'm, watching the, I'm re-watching The Departed, because I wanted to... Well, I feel like I put it on... For a reason, uh, because I think it's a well, it's a it's a good movie, but it's also just an interesting movie. And I think I like to watch movies in a way that might be different than other people. Could be the autism. Who knows? Uh, I mean, I joke about this. I'm not actually diagnosed with autism, but I feel like it's a distinct possibility. Honestly. Uh, but then at the same time, I don't. Because, again, see, in my last podcast where I was crying, and I'm like, I don't do anything to people. I, like, I, I mean, I do things. I do things for myself. I go on adventures. Um, I have fun. Uh, I treat people kindly. And even when I'm alone, I still do kind of what I want. The only thing that holds me back from, like, really doing maybe everything that I want is money. Uh, but other than that, I'm usually a pretty even-keel person. Uh, I don't get too many errant thoughts. Uh, maybe sometimes when I'm drinking, I get little thought loops. Uh, or when I have done uh, the drugs before. But all of that... Like, really, um, it doesn't necessarily change me as a person. Drinking just helps me talk a little bit more, or helps me express myself uh, more freely. Usually, I'm more of a listener, and even if I have like negative thoughts and stuff, I like even by myself, I just figure out a way to, um, make them not negative, or not think about them so much. Um, actually, I was thinking about that earlier. I don't know if everybody has this ability. Uh, they probably do. I hope that they do. Um, that none of my, like, bad days are super bad. (laughs) Also a great movie. Um, none of my bad days are super bad, uh, because I choose to not make them bad. So, I do things, or change my thoughts, or recognize my thoughts, or adjust them from being negative, or 
falling into victimhood or anything like that. Anyway, um, so I'm watching this part, <laughs> and uh, there's a part where there's something going on in like a store, and uh, the owner is foreign. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with this country? Everybody fucking hates each other. And, like, (laughs) this is why I watch movies. Because sometimes movies really just throw truth bombs out there. And you don't even necessarily, like, realize that they're truth bombs all at the same time. But when you hear them, you listen to them, you watch them, not just for pure entertainment, if you watch them for, like, a little bit of information, uh, I feel like you can really learn a lot. And you can learn a lot about the world, you can learn a lot about other people, and I, I don't know, I just think that movies really provide a lot of information, and, uh, provide sometimes those hard (laughs) truths that are maybe difficult to to face or to recognize. And I've said it before, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but it's kind of, you know, everyone is like a slave to something. I also didn't realize how many people are on substances just daily. Like, I, you know, I did some drugs a few times, and a few times a little more consistently, probably, than I should have, but in general, uh, the only thing bad that I really consistently do and overdo is cigarettes. I have an addiction, uh, and I wish I didn't, trust me, um, an addiction that I wish I could just flip a switch and not have exist anymore, because that would also kind of solve a couple other issues, um, because then the only other thing is drinking, and even that, I mean, the drinking that I do, I just had this conversation uh, with my friend Sam, it's like, the drinking that I do, I mean, A, it's significantly and severely less than, uh, what I used to do. Like, super significantly. (laughs) So I'm really, uh, happy about that for myself, and I'm super, like, proud of it. Um, I still don't feel entirely comfortable with the drinking that I do now. Um, but, like, honestly, it's, like, a hundred... 99% less than uh, what I used to do in the not-so-recent past or within the past, like, couple of years. So, you know, my six to eight shots that I take more recently it's been, like, every day just because, you know, we like transparency and honesty. Um, But that... It also helps me with my little, uh, own personal kind of, like, physical experiments and knowing my limits and capabilities and at what point and what things 
cause different reactions on my part. And like I said, I mean, when I don't drink or I, you know, well, yeah, it's mostly just drinking, but when I don't drink, um, I tend to not probably say things that I should, uh, and then I drink, and then I say things that I probably shouldn't, (laughs) um, but not really, because it's like, it's things that I feel like I should say, uh, they just come out in a bad way, where if I was not drinking, they would probably come out in a way, well, A, that made more sense, but also, um, in a way that I would feel more comfortable with. But I guess sometimes, you know, things just need to be said, and sometimes it's the way I have to say them. I just uh, talked to somebody else about this, and it's all, it's something maybe that I've talked about on the podcast, uh, maybe not though, uh, but I know I've talked about it in my real life, where, you know, there's a saying that secrets keep you sick. So I would rather be maybe honest and a little bit of a mess, <laughs> hot mess express, uh, maybe be a little bit of a mess, but not a mess, uh, or like a mess that's like continually cleaning itself up. It's like, um, I don't know, there's some kind of like animation of, of milk gallon just continuously pouring and like making a mess but then there's another like animation or robot or something that's like continuously cleaning it up but then it's also kind of like the ever refilling milk jug (laughs) that probably makes no sense but honestly that makes sense to me because it's like no crying uh, you know no use crying over spilled milk right so that's where the milk comes in and then, you know, I recognize this is, this is really going to go to faraway places. So just buckle up, get your imagination caps on, and uh, go with me. Just go with me, like I mentioned in the last podcast, just go with the flow. Um, so no use crying over spilled milk. That's where the milk comes from. And then, you know, we're all kind of sometimes robotic or... Uh, habit, habit-loving creatures, so that's the kind of continuous pouring, and then the never-ending or always filling up, never, you know, the amazing never-empty gas tank or milk jug, um, you know, it's kind of like you never think that you have more, you can never deal with more, but you always can, and there always is more, so it's always refilling, and then being the robot cleaning up the milk, it's, you know, cleaning up your own messes and kind of cleaning up others, uh, and it becomes a perpetual cycle. That's, okay, I told you, just get your imagination and uh, creativity uh, thinking caps on, and just try to imagine it, okay? Uh, maybe like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit or something. You know, that animation scene with like the baby, and baby Herman, and he's like, wah, 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 I'm a baby. <laughs> but then he gets off and he's like, that's fucking bad, 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 bad. 
he's like a middle-aged man inside so (laughs) like that you've ever seen that movie imagine it like that kind of animation style that's probably not helpful to anyone um i'm making soup you cabbage slut uh if you use the code cabbage slut you get 20 percent off of hello fresh uh provided by me rachel o and the Ushi mad podcast so try that out today go to hello fresh and put in cabbage slut and you're gonna get 20 percent off of 47 deliveries that was an ad if you didn't know actually that wasn't an ad that was a complete joke but please someone try to put cabbage slip into HelloFresh and uh, see if that promo code works (laughs) see this is what I mean also that I don't bother anybody and then also I really noticed that the humor that people like to have is to make fun of other people and I realize that the humor I like to have uh, does not make fun of other people generally, and it's not humor that really uh, makes me laugh or makes me happy. I like just really, really probably fucking dumb humor. Like, again, like, fuck your chicken strips, or I brought you frankincense, and I brought you murder. It's it's not hurting anyone it's so funny it's all about delivery so i think delivery is important but also uh content because the content does not have to be a joke or or a comment on like someone else or anyone else whether it's appearance or I don't know, religious belief, or, uh, even their personality, because I think that people are just products of their environments, so a lot of times making fun of something like that is not only, like, I don't know, making fun of them, but it's making fun of their family, it's making fun of their... I don't know. I don't know. Religion is making fun of their um, personage, and I don't. Obviously, there are some people that it's like you're, you know, I don't know, you're racist and you're fucking dumb, or you're just mean, or I don't know. You're saying something that is really. not helpful to society or you're making a joke you know uh about something that's really not helpful to you your fellow man or society well that's the thing um we're gonna take a shot i that's nine five o'clock somewhere right glug 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 didn't even take a whole shot what i do is i get these little bottles and I just take like little sips from them. Um, and then I just kind of maintain generally until I go too far. 
or uh, my brain is like, drink faster, drink more. I generally just kind of do a small, like, maintaining of drinking. That way, you know, I can maybe get out of my head a little bit, or I can sleep a little bit, or I can just stop worrying about fucking everything for just a little bit of time. And clearly, uh, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> the, the, the point of drinking, I think, for most people is to, like, not think about things. <laughs> and all drinking does is make me think about things more. So, um, well, that's where we are. And then kind of what I was talking about before, uh, so I masturbated. I was gonna go to sleep, but instead I took like an hour, hour and a half, and just masturbated, and it was amazing. And, um, while I was masturbating, which is very interesting, because I, there's, I watched this, like, tarot video, and this woman who's very interesting, I think it's Katie McLaughlin, um, but she was talking about, uh, like, manifestation masturbation, that's not what she called it, uh, but I'm trademarking that also, so manifestation masturbation is mine, no one take it, thank you, it's my idea and my alliteration. Uh, I know I probably can't trademark it, but it's it's really good. You, I mean, you, you have to admit, manifestation masturbation is, is pretty good. Like, that's a pretty good alliteration. Anyway, she was talking about masturbation and this technique, kind of, that she came across at some point. And, you know, you kind of masturbate to what you want to manifest. So it's not necessarily sexy things, it's not porn, it's not, um, you know, sexual images necessarily. I, it can be, if that's what you want to kind of manifest, um, but it's more like either a feeling or a goal even, like visualizing a goal, and personally I think that's sexuality has a lot of power within it, and I think that orgasms also have a lot of power within them, um, and whether you're doing it yourself or someone else is giving them to you, uh, it's almost kind of like the Big Bang. Maybe that's what the Big Bang is, it was just a fucking orgasm. Somebody was like, bah, bah, and then came, and the Big Bang happened, right? (laughs) Again, always keep those imagination caps on, right? Um, anyway, so, you know, that kind of culmination of climax and the culmination of, like, what creates life Um, And obviously women don't need to orgasm to create life, but a man does need to orgasm to create life. Because 100% of all pregnancies are created by men. Um, Anyway, so with that kind of 
big bang culmination of all of your thoughts and if you can control and direct your thoughts into productive and proactive things that are not necessarily sexual uh, and more like goals or visions or manifestation masturbations for yourself um I think that was very interesting. Like, she talked about it, and then she felt a little, like, weird about sharing it, but I think it was super important, and actually I thought it was really uh, relevant and very interesting. It wasn't necessarily something I'd ever heard before, but it is something that I kind of practice. Uh, I just didn't know it had a name. So again, uh, a manifestation masturbation. That's the name of it. Uh, <laughs> um, it just makes me laugh. Uh, I also realized, well, A, that people don't always get my humor, which is okay. And I think almost that they have to, like, simplify it or dumb down. Because I think everybody's kind of, like, searching for some meaning in things when really... Uh, sometimes just, you know, the most obvious answer is just, like, staring you in the face, where it's like, is this a joke? It's like, yeah, it probably is a joke. You're thinking, is this a joke? It probably is, or at least, like, 50-50 with me, anyway. Um, because I feel like life is just... Life is too short and just too damn long to really take seriously. Because, I don't know, the more things are, like, and obviously, I'm, I am a serious person, and I know when to be serious, I know when I should be serious, um, I know the gravity and seriousness of certain situations and certain things, but also I think that there is a real... Um, lack, maybe, maybe that's the word, a real lack of, um, fun, a real lack of childlike wonderment, delight, uh, that exists, and... I'm not taking things so seriously. Or even, so I was also thinking about this while I was manifest masturbationing. Um, and, you know, I don't understand, I mean, I do, obviously, I do understand why people get mad and get offended. Um, so, for instance, if you're a person of color, and, you know, someone uses the N-word, uh, especially in a derogatory manner. Um, there's many, many different ways to use words. Um, so if you're using it in kind of a derogatory manner towards someone else and in a hurtful and offensive manner, obviously, I totally understand being upset, getting upset, being offended, um you know, probably questioning this whole person's fucking 
like morality scale uh, and just their goodness as a person um, but also again you know people come from places and people come from people and people come from different thoughts and different beliefs and a lot of times everything that we're surrounded by or brought up with you know it's going to be that we're going to adopt or perpetuate these beliefs or thoughts or things words and whatever but also like if I was a person of color or even as a white person if somebody were to call me I don't know a cracker or something I don't you know or a, or a fucking racist actually I've been called racist before uh, and I wasn't it was completely unfounded he was just mad and I was a white lady uh, telling him not to yell at someone else for no reason, first of all. And then, um, you know, the first kind of insult or defense that he could have, uh, because I'm white, is that I'm racist. And I'm not racist. And that there's no way I can prove that. There's no way I can... <laughs> convince anybody that I'm not racist uh, but I know that I'm not so even him saying that I I can't even get mad it's just it's more like incredulous it's kind of like I am so bored right now that that's like the only insult that you could come up with uh, to me and then and it's so like not who I am that all I can do is just be be wowed I just can't be like I'm just wowed I'm like wow that's this is what's happening right now I'm racist because you were yelling at someone and I'm telling you not to yell at them because they're just a fucking person too and a disabled person at that but that's a whole other thing um and like you're just I don't know just kind of an entitled person who is now upset that you know someone is kind of calling you out on your shit and calling you out on you being a shitty person to someone especially who doesn't deserve it and didn't literally didn't do anything to you except for not pay attention and also because he's deaf, so he didn't even fucking hear you. Like, it's just, I, that was a whole, okay, that was a whole thing. Um, that's a real life situation, though, and it still bothers me, and it was probably, like, a year and a half ago. It still bothers me, uh, because, I don't know, people are so fucking wrapped up in their own shit that they forget that if they're interacting with anyone, they have any kind of relationship with another person, interacting with strangers, interacting with people that you know, that all of those people are people too. And your actions, your words, your anything 
affects those people. Even like your thoughts, even if your thoughts don't affect other people directly, your own thoughts affect yourself and how you treat and interact with other people. So indirectly, everything that you do as a person is going to affect another person at some point in time. So to kind of minimize, you know, the casualties of maybe if you don't feel that great about yourself or you have negative thoughts or you have um, negative patterns, anything like that, like it's going to affect other people at some point. You can be the nicest person in the world. I consider myself pretty nice, but I have things that affect other people. I try to make them as positive as possible, but I have things that affect other people, you know, probably negatively, more than likely in in some kind of negative ways. Uh, but so does everyone else. And it is like kind of a, you know, scale of comparing yourself to other people but also at the same time again it's kind of that um, internal compass or internal uh, conscience I got to I already talked about consciousness and conscience and I said it like 50 times but that internal dialogue within yourself that um, if you minimize kind of the casualties or minimize the shrapnel uh, that you're putting out there because of your own things, then, you know, you're minimizing your effect on other people negatively. See, that really makes me think. Sometimes there's things I talk about, even for myself, that, like, I'm saying, but I haven't fully thought it through. And then, you know, there's things that kind of come together, and it's, it's like, well, that's now the, like, new thing, you know? And now this is now a, a whole new topic or subject or thought train because now these other kind of pathways have been like put together sorry I'm smoking I'm gonna go away please um I'm also gonna take the rest of my little shot here huh yeah so minimizing casualties, minimizing shrapnel, and all this shit, like, everyone, I feel like, is almost, like, their own ticking time bomb, right, and there's all kinds of different bombs, there's landmines, and there's grenades, and there's, um, those shrapnel ones where basically, it's like a whole bunch of junk, like, put together, and then blown up, and it just shoots out fucking, I don't know, like, springs, and pieces of metal, glass, I don't know, all kinds of things, I'm not, I'm not in the, <laughs> I'm not in the military business, I'm not in the gun business, I'm not in the weapons 
business and and I'm not gonna look that shit up. But you know what I'm talking about. There's lots of different kinds of bombs. And there's even like emotional bombs. There's psychological bombs. There's physical bombs. There's people who are like bombs. And we're all just like a little ticking time bomb. And some of our fuses are a little longer. Or some of them don't even have pieces and they have, you know, a combination of buttons that you have to press to kind of get, you know, the explosion or the result that you want. Um, some people, maybe their fuse is like a dud. And those are the people who like never get mad. And perhaps have nothing on the inside. No, I don't want to say that, but this is like a bomb reference but maybe it's a dud inside if somebody doesn't have any reactions I think usually that's probably a little cause for concern because everybody's gonna have some kind of emotions um then some people have over emotions I don't even know if over emotions is a real thing because it's not just one person you know who's gonna have over emotions many people so if many people have something, then maybe it's just a normality. And that's when we look at life and we're like, you know what? There's gonna be people. So this is kind of back on like the racist thing, or you know, calling someone like the N-word or something like that, and and being like so offended by it that you have to be mad like and like you can be mad obviously but then there's kind of like the extreme mad of like having the need for like revenge or vengeance or uh reciprocity and like do do unto others as they do unto you or an eye for an eye or you know something like that um I don't think it's really necessary and it certainly doesn't foster uh any I think kind of growth or learning or understanding to just like do something to someone else just because it was done to you, um, because that's just, I don't know, that's just following something, that's just following the path of, well, you did this to me, so I'm gonna do this to you, and sometimes maybe taking that, like, metaphorical high road, quote-unquote, um, is well it's better for you and it's probably better for other people I've had situations uh, you know not not as extreme but I've had situations where you know someone's having a bad day or they're doing whatever and um, they take it out on you and instead of instead of being upset with them, or instead of giving it back to them, there's a level of just understanding and a level of probably compassion is the word, 
having a little compassion for a person that maybe is acting a little bit out of character um, or maybe had something really awful or terrible happen that day or maybe somebody else was awful or terrible to them and you know they built that up and then it comes out on you um, but having that like compassion and maybe even just wondering why like maybe just a, a small wonder of why is this person acting that way or why is it why would this person be saying or doing this to me uh, probably very likely most of the time it um, has very little to do with ourselves and like what we're doing sometimes people are just the way that they are and they're not doing anything to you um, specifically on purpose it's just the way they are but also just being the way you are is something that you can obviously actually change uh, and I think it also depends on who's around you in your life and how much they enable your behavior and I'm guilty of that I'm guilty of enabling people's behavior in the past and even in the present uh, I'm guilty of enabling my own behavior um, but I promise I, like, I work really hard every day to make positive changes like for myself mostly because by making positive changes in myself, then I can, you know, um, kind of put out positive changes for other people and not necessarily change them or anything, but, you know, have maybe a thought in their mind that if I can do it, you can do it. Does anybody know Anastasia, the movie, the Disney movie? If I can learn to do it, you can learn to do it. There's nothing to it. Tell yourself it's easy and it's true. You can learn to do it too. And it's not in some kind of like guru, spiritual God. I know more, all seeing, all knowing kind of way. It's really not. Because uh, I don't know shit. And not anyone else that I really know knows shit either. Nobody knows shit. So if anyone's telling you that they're your fucking spiritual guru, or they're your fucking life coach, or your fucking whatever, and some people need, you know, do need these things. Maybe they need a little bit of like structure, or they need a little bit of guidance. But again, that person is just a tour guide. You are the person that has to go on the tour. And so if you can't see and recognize those things for yourself, uh, a tour guide, a guru, a mentor, anything is not going to do shit for you. Because it starts and ends within you. And that's, like, really, that's all you can do is like know and recognize that that everything starts and ends with you anything you have within you that you 
want to change you it's in you anything in you or about you that you don't want to change you're not gonna change if you don't want to and I don't know what exactly tips the scales for that because it probably varies from person to person Um, but tipping the scales in whatever direction that you want you know if we're saying that we have a scale of good and bad do you want to be more good or do you want to be more bad do you want to be kind of in the middle do you not know do you not even want to be good or bad do you want to just exist without like a label of good or bad but I don't know the way that life is there's going to be some kind of label so my choice for the label if I have to have one is that like I'd rather be good I'd rather be good rather be a good person I'd rather try to do good things try to be respectful of people and mindful and aware I just respect people. Respect people. And even respect their beliefs. Even if I don't agree with them. Obviously there are certain things that I think that people should speak up and uh, defend or speak about uh, on behalf of other people as an advocate or an ally. Uh, Because no, because Sometimes there's people like me that um, don't always speak up for ourselves or don't always maybe defend ourselves when we should because just sometimes, again, it's like I just, I can't, I don't know, I can't take in other people's thoughts and feelings about myself, especially if they don't um, really know me. But it is always nice to have someone advocate or be an ally for you who, I don't know, believes in you enough or believes in you, believes you, um, knows you, doesn't know you, uh, to I don't know, speak up for you. Especially when you're not there. Like, kind of a... Like, just talking behind people, like people's back thing. I don't like that. Or it's like, if you... were to say something about someone, would you say it in front of them? Or would you feel like an asshole? So... If you wouldn't say it in front of them, don't say it not in front of them. Don't say it behind their back. Feels really bad, yeah. You just seem like you just seem like an asshole. Or maybe not like an asshole, but just someone who likes to talk about people behind their back and doesn't have enough courage or bravery uh, to say it to their face. This is a rambling one. It's 45 minutes. I still want to talk, though. I have no one to talk to. Because, uh, everyone bothers me. 
not everyone, uh, but currently, I have a couple of people who are bothering me, and one of which actually doesn't bother me, it just bothers me when not communicating especially for something I'm not even going to get into it uh, it's annoying <laughs> that's what it comes down to it's annoying their behavior is annoying uh, but we try to understand and have compassion but again uh, there are things that I have to say or have to stand up Myself, how I'm treated, or how I allow this person to treat me. So, progress, not perfection. I can't be a perfect person. I don't expect other people to be perfect people, uh, but I do expect them to. Try, try to progress, try to uh, try to progress, try to try, try to do things, maybe have uncomfortable conversations, uh, maybe say uncomfortable things, or say surprising things, or say not so surprising things. See, when we have our imagination caps on, uh, anything is possible. Anything is possible. You can be whoever you want to be, and other people can be whoever you want them to be. So, having your imagination caps on is good. Uh, it's very good. But... Knowing when to take the imagination cap off, uh, I think is also equally important, and imagination is wonderful, it's very powerful, it's very wise, I think, because when you have imagination, you could really imagine a lot of scenarios and possibilities and then even subconsciously you're going to be prepared for anything uh, because you probably already thought of uh, all of the possibilities but sometimes it's just the truth and taking that imagination cap off um, for those rose-colored glasses you take them off and you see what's actually in front of you and sometimes, like, well, a lot of times, the truth is uh, more disturbing probably than what you've even imagined. Maybe not disturbing, uh, but troubling. Troubling or uncomfortable. So that's why it's good to... have imagination, explore possibilities, 
but it's also good to be grounded in real life and reality and people. I have 12 minutes left and then I'm gonna get uh, I I don't know I, I have a lot of things going on and I have a lot of thoughts and I'd like to still talk about them um, but I think just where we'll end it again today is progress, not perfection, um, having compassion, uh, especially for the things that we don't understand, using your imagination and really embracing it, but also not getting lost in it and still having some balance and grounding in reality, not seeing things because we just want to see them, not not misjudging or prejudging anything, uh, and also humor, let's talk about humor humor, um, is funniest when you're not making fun of other people. I think that's kind of a good place to leave off, maybe. Um, I did have more, um, I kind of forgot now, but this is a podcast guess. Still, kind of. I know it's a weird podcast because I'm literally, I'm literally only talking to myself. I've no one here. Um, and I never do. And not that I wouldn't like a guest or something, but you know? Anyway, okay. end of podcast number two. Second for the day. There might be a third. Who knows? I really honestly feel like I need to talk about things. There's a lot to talk about. And I understand why people do the things that they do or people are um, self-medicating, even not self-medicating, just medicating, um, or just going through things and figuring them out. I didn't realize it was so prevalent, but I understand why it is. That makes sense. Because I know, like, I talk about it. It's like, oh, I drink and, like, I smoke weed sometimes. Or, like, smoke cigarettes. I, 
I realized the irony where it's like, oh, I didn't realize that other people did things. But that's kind of the extent of it for me, and I guess I didn't realize that other people do uh, more and different things. Uh, I, I did realize, but I guess I, it was never close to home for me. Either I don't hang out with enough people, or just the people that I hung out with uh, didn't do those things, or I didn't know that they did. So, we'll leave it there. Kokanya. I don't do Kokanya. I don't even know if Kokanya is a word. I think I just made it up. But I was meaning for like cocaine. Cocaine. It's a drug. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm not super familiar with it. I just know about it uh, from movies. And now apparently the people who are around me. I don't know. I'm not judging anyone. <laughs> just cocaña is not for me. <laughs> it's not for me. Uh, a little, a little bit of boo. Oh, nicotine. Uh, a little bit of marijuana. Uh, those are the things that I like. Cocaine. Uh, ah. Even psychedelics. I don't even know if I'm on the psychedelic train anymore because I don't know. There's more research and other things I've been like looking up uh, because of other things. And as helpful as psychedelics are, uh, you can seriously go down uh, a really rapid rabbit hole. Um, that I think would be difficult uh, for some or a lot of people to get out of. Or, um, yeah. Just difficult for people to get out of or not want to not do. Which I also get. Because life is Uh, life is life, and life is what you make it, so I can see the appeal to escaping life as it is, but also I can see the appeal of enjoying life as it is, and challenging yourself to see uh, how best make it with what we're given. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's the end of the podcast. We're gonna... So I had a little sip of, like, one of my shots, and I had a little, another little sip of my shot, same shot. See, in case anyone's worried, this is literally how I've been drinking. I get small bottles, and then actually, no, I, I just recently got, like, an actual bottle of, like, alcohol, and I got it, and I didn't even want to drink it. I mean, I did, but I had it, and I was like, eh, it just, well, I don't know, A, it didn't, like, hit the same, but also, it was just, like, it almost feels just like a chore, 
where they use their small um there's a limited amount of alcohol in them I kind of space it out and even for like a little thing I turn into like three different little drinking um moments um see now this is just on a tangent um but I feel like it's I don't know it's like a podcast about like self-improvement kind of and addiction and uh knowing your limits and again kind of working with what you got and if I like alcohol I can at least um do it in like a safe and hopefully non-destructive way to myself uh and again know my limits and now I can still enjoy it, but it's not detrimental uh, to me or to others, hopefully. So, yeah, I, it's just a whole bunch of rambling. The eight people who listened to my last uh, podcast, thank you. Not the one right before this one, but the one before that, thank you. Um, I don't, I don't know why anyone who's listening to this, even when one person listens, I'm like, wow. One other person is listening? Wow. And why? Because <laughs> I don't even listen to it. I record this, and then I, I I don't edit it. I don't listen to it. I, I just put it out there in the world, uh, as is. Clearly. Which is probably why it's so successful with my eight, eight listeners from a month ago. We'll see how these next two do. Who knows? I, this is a mess. I'm a mess. You're probably a mess. The whole world is shit. Uh, if ever, like, if anyone has not listened to, uh, Hobo Johnson and his new album, you should do that. Uh, and listen to All I See Is Poop. Because uh, the world fucking sucks, and I'm a piece of shit too. Piece of shit, and you're not a piece of shit either, so. You know. Listen to that. And don't be a piece of shit. Okay, the end. Bye.